0: Ah, uh, today on the Callahan podcast. Well, let's be honest. If it were the other way around, and it were, and it was two cops shooting that evil little Oompa Loompa out in L.A., our elected officials, our Democrat elected officials, would be screaming from the rooftops. You wouldn't hear the end of it. But it was just a couple of cops, a couple of deputies who got shot. So you got nothing from our elected officials. Nothing from Ayanna Presley. Nothing from Kamala Harris, nothing from Ed Marquis. Actually, Ed Marquis wants to disarm the police. That's how he reacted to this shooting. We will give you all those uh, reactions and tell you about the hero of that uh, horrific night, Claudia Apollinar. I think I got her name right. Say her name, LeBron James. Say her name. Uh, also, also, uh, Tom Brady was with Belichick for 20 years didn't love them, I don't think. But there's one thing Bill Belichick never did that Bruce Arians just did week one. We'll tell you all about that and a debate, a possible debate, four hours, one on one, Trump versus Biden. How much fun would that be? We'll talk about that with our friend Alex Reamer today on the Callahan Podcast, which is brought to you as always by DCU Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU. And they could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan, get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Colony, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. I right, As you guys know, this is a national program, a national podcast. We have appeal coast to coast and border to border. In fact, uh, when uh, our consultants broke it down a, a few uh, weeks ago, he said uh, Florida was our third biggest state. Massachusetts, number one. I think it was Rhode Island or Connecticut was two and, and Florida was three, but it got a huge audience down there. And, Fort Myers area, and then Boca, we got a we got a whole bunch of people in the Boca area who listen. So we try to try to be as national uh, as possible. Is this the is this the is this the new consultant or the old consultant? No, uh, it would be the old one, and, that, and he was oh, good okay. at that. He was good at breaking down the numbers. But um, the 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 new one will be on that soon, and we'll see. We'll get an update. We getting the downloads are are great, as you know. We're getting a half a million. This is Cullen's job now, and he's doing it, he's doing it well. Something different. He's actually doing it well. He's breaking so down the a, numbers.
1: So I heard you threw a hissy fit the Turtle Boy that I didn't get back to you over the weekend because you, you
0: were asking. That's just absolutely that's an absolute lie. That's you, a percent lie. You're
1: asking me for download numbers where I when I, w- I told you I was going away for a three-day bender and I, 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 and and I, I said exactly me. that.
0: I text I could show him, whatever. I'm not gonna do this. I texted Turtle Boy and I said, Are you in Monday? I have not heard from uh Uh, Cullinane. He's on a three-day bender. That's exactly what I said. And uh, and he said, yep. And I said, good. I I just wanted to know that he was in. I told him some of the uh, topics, obvious topics we were going to talk about. um, And uh, it it was fine. Usually, I hear from you. I didn't hear from you. But when I did, you did exactly what I asked you to do. And I appreciate that. But I want to get back to my point. Uh, The the, the half a million listeners uh, every month are not all... In New England, but sometimes I just have to focus on my my hometown, my my area, my city, Chelmsford. And, and this is one of those times because I've never been more embarrassed by elected officials. I, honest to God, I, it, I'm often embarrassed by them. Let's be honest. We had Ted Kennedy for 45 years, and utter embarrassment in every way. We had we had Barney Frank running a uh, a brothel out of his uh, condo in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. we, we've had some embarrassing people represent us, and this is no exception. I'm going to tell you why, Alex. You probably already know because I've been uh, tweeting, and I have to be honest, it's it's emotional. It's it's anger tweeting. Is there a word for that, like anger tweeting? Like there's drunk tweeting, and yeah. there's, you know, this is anger rage tweeting. Rage tweeting. This rage tweeting. Exactly, Alex. Rage tweeting. I've been rage tweeting and I've been trying to just dismiss, you know, Ed Markey and Liz Warren and Ayanna Presley. They're lunatics. They're on the fringe. Nobody uh, outside of, you know, the 617 supports them. They don't matter. They're not important in Washington. They're just nuts. I mean, let's be honest. Liz Warren finished third in her home state. She is not a power player anymore. But let me get back to my point. I don't know how you felt. I'm gonna guess, you know, you're a you're a human being. You're a compassionate guy. You saw that video of the of that scumbag shooting the two cops, the two deputies in LA. It it, it pissed you off, right? I mean it it had to.
2: Yeah, I don't want to see any violence, as I've said many times.
0: Oh, now you sound like Joe Biden. You condemn all violence? I condemn violence in all of its forms. But this is rare in just the utter evil and the reaction to it. You see this squatty little turd shoot the two cops, and then you see the guy on the sidewalk, and I think we we played it yesterday. There's a couple things that uh, just sent me over the edge. The guy who was laughing and, and joking and videotaping it and not helping – the cops and then there were the the scum of the earth who were blocking the entrance to the hospital for the ambulance and trying to get in and yelling to the cops saying i hope he dies i hope they die these are the worst of the worst these are the worst human beings in the, on on planet earth they are absolute scum how that um, does not how that does not evoke a a a, a a reaction, a, a, a passionate reaction, some anger, some righteous anger in anybody and everybody is beyond me. But, but again, I'm from Massachusetts. I am represented by the most embarrassing human beings, the, just the most disgraceful elected officials. I couldn't believe it when I first saw Ed Markey's tweet. Ed Markey's our junior senator. He just won the primary, beat, beat a Kennedy, which I guess is a good thing. But he's just despicable as a human being. I, I did the, the math wrong. I said it was 24 hours. It was 36 hours after we all saw, or after this happened, I guess it's probably less than 24 hours after we saw the video of the two uh, deputies get shot in the head. And Ed Markey tweets out, Portland police routinely attack peaceful protesters with brute force. We must disarm these officers and every police department in America of weapons of war. And enact a nationwide ban on tear gas, rubber bullets, plastic bullets, and beanbag rounds. That's his first tweet. And by the way, I looked it up. He's yet to say a word about this. This incredible, outrageous act of violence against two two deputies, two police officers. Uh, and and, and how, how even if you weren't an elected official, how does it not outrage you to the point where you react and say this is despicable? We must catch this this vermin and, and, and put this animal down, which is kind of what the president tweeted. But how do you tweet that we must disarm the police after you see that video? It just boggles my mind and pisses me off. And I'm sure you're not nearly as upset as I am, Reamer, but you should be.
2: Yeah, the president always has always hits the right note, does he not? He he's always no, knows exactly what to say.
0: Um, I, don't like, I don't like when he calls them animals, not because they're not. They're not just scum, but that's not fair to animals. I mean animals don't do that. they don't go up and just kill for thrill the thrill of it all, the fun of it all. They're not animals, they're worse than you know what they are they're maggots, that's what they are maggots or, that's what this guy is scum and so I look it up, Remer, and I figure you know somebody somebody who represents me must have felt some some rage, some righteous anger, Ed Markey obviously blaming the cops. Doesn't care about uh, these. Well, two it,
2: well, hold on, well, hold on. So we went from Ed Markey not commenting to Ed Markey blaming the police. So, so I, when, I, I, somebody... didn't know
0: you, I didn't, I didn't catch that one. But yeah, I essentially, essentially, <laughs> essentially, if you read I'm between quick. the Can't lines, I'm quick. Can't one past me. <laughs> if you read between the lines, I looked. Ayanna Presley, of course, doesn't have a word to say about this. She's not upset. Nothing from Ayanna Presley. Nothing from our Attorney General, Maura Healey, the one who thinks that. Fires and looting and, and rioting is good because that's how forests grow, that lunatic. And then uh, this is not one of our elected officials, not yet. Kamala Harris, a senator from California, wow. a yeah. senator from California, used to be attorney general, used to be the head law enforcement official in that state, says nothing, nothing about this in, this this despicable uh, cowardly act, nothing. And I'll be curious... We got more information on these officers today. I know we talked about it yesterday, but we're going to talk about it again because it is just, it's just—it's—it's driving me nuts. It's driving me nuts. This is, I don't like to use the expression, you know, they have blood on their hands, but this is the effect that, uh, uh, this is the result of the, ant- the war on cops, which is largely driven by Black Lives Matter, the people who chant, fry them like bacon, you know, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, or mm. what do we want? Dead cops. That's right. what they chanted as they marched through New York City after the four Dallas cops were shot. They mm. want dead cops. They Six years ago, right? That they, was- that they didn't get them. They didn't get the dead cops, but they got, but thank God. I mean, how these two survived is beyond me, but there is definitely some responsibility for the people who've been stoking the flames, the, the flames of, of of, of hatred toward the cops. How do you not place some of the blame for this at their feet? This guy, this little Oompa Loompa, I know you've seen the video, this, this guy's four feet tall and like four feet wide. This guy has been listening to people talk about how cops wake up in the morning and go hunt down unarmed black men. That's essentially what LeBron James said, and we'll get to LeBron. Speaking of cowards, we'll get to LeBron. If you, if you have people telling this guy, and, and I don't know how smart he is, I don't even know how old he is, they haven't caught him yet, which amazes me. I thought they'd catch him within an hour. He's distinctive looking. He's, he's probably from that area. So are the
2: police then in, a, in on it as well? They're not catching him? Are they happy this happened too? That's a question we have to ask. Who? <laughs> that why is he not caught? Is it part of this conspiracy? where they are uh, good you know.
0: question. I mean, I think he will be, I, I said this yesterday, I woke up and the first thing I did was check, you know, on Twitter and put on the news. I did it again today. I said, they, is, they're going to get him. I'm curious. First of all, they say he's a man. I don't even know that you can tell in that video. It's a, he runs like a kind of a like a fat girl. I mean, it's it's All a right. strange gait as he's runs as kind he's, of like I did when I raced. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not. I don't know, I know. I've seen you in uh, flag football. You, you can move better. Yeah, than you.
2: you come to a lot of my games. Thank but you. Th-
0: this guy's fat and this guy's disgusting. And I think I thought and he's not a criminal genius. It's not like he put a lot of thought into this. I think they're going to catch him, and if he's a big Black Lives supporter, Black Lives Matter supporter, then they have some explaining to do. In my opinion, they're the ones who, 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 who for I mean, Alex, I don't know if you remember this. Four right. months ago, four months ago, the cops were heroes. Four months ago, we were supposed to stand up and applaud when they walked by, and now they're they're evil, and they must be disarmed and they must be de- defunded. That's the fault of Black Lives Matter and Ayanna Presley and AOC. The whole tone changed, and they blame the police for everything.
2: But how do we know that this this suspect, who, as you mentioned, hasn't been caught yet, thus so this hasn't spoken to authorities? How do we know what motivated him? We have no idea. You're we in No
0: I'm speculating. You're right. We don't. We don't. But i be yeah, curious. So. Uh, I mean, y- did you see the video of the guy laughing? Like we know
2: for sure that Kyle Rittenhouse went to a Trump rally in January. We know for sure yes. that Kyle Rittenhouse, big Trump fan. So we know his motives there. We don't but know. You know exactly. his motives
0: We, I mean, it couldn't be clearer. His motive is self-defense. It couldn't be clearer. If you've seen the video, the photographs. I mean, it's open and shut. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to walk. You know,
2: we have, we have open warfare on our streets basically now, and uh, I think it's only going to get worse. Uh, you know, up, up until the election and past the election because we're not going to have a decisive winner on election night. I, I
0: agree, but you you don't expect. I mean, I shouldn't. Say. It's hard to believe that someone is this evil that just says, "I'm going to find two cops, two young cops, both of them been on the job for 14 months, and shoot them in the head." Well, I mean, it's one thing to yell and, and I, it makes me sick, but when they yell, "Oh, piggy," and you know, "You're a pig, whatever," you know, co- all cops are bastards, and to just despise cops, but to literally try to execute them as they sit in their car takes a different level of evil. And I'm with you. I want to see this guy. I want to look into his eyes. I want to hear from him, because this is, you know, you know, this is, you know, Joe Carzania. This is, you know, John Wayne Gacy or or uh, what's her face, Casey Anthony. This is the face of evil. When we see him, this is someone whose brain should be studied by, uh, you know, by scientists, because he is pure evil and. I, I assume there'll be no defense unless you're talking about that guy on the sidewalk who was laughing as the cops are bleeding on each other, which is disgusting. Uh, but I want to see him. And I think, you know, what? I'll say it again. We're going to we're going to know by the end of today. He, he's not that smart.
2: Well, I mean, I I think that you have to go for a number of things like so. So I was reading actually last night about some of the recent history of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. This is a department that, you know, they've had two they've killed two unarmed people of color over the last couple of months, including an 18 year old uh, Latin Latin man uh, earlier this summer. Um, they, uh, had gangs that right, run through he, their, what their, was the their circumstances
0: behind that. You're going to say they both were, were they hunting him when they just did it for fun? No, I no, mean-
2: were, no, no, they weren't hunting him, but I'm just saying that this is a department with a lot. I mean, this was in Compton as well. This is a department with a lot of issues with people of color, black people in Los Angeles. So I think that tensions are already very high between this particular branch of the police department and the citizens it's supposed to protect and serve. Well, there's no so-
0: question. And, and, and I mean, I, I I don't agree that there's any uh, rationale for this, but you're right when you see the guy laughing and videotaping it. And we can play it again. I th- we played this yesterday, Dave. The guy yeah, saying, funny. hey, they, 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 they shot the... Man, they aired out. He kept saying, aired out the pigs. And he's laughing and he's joking. And
2: Well, that's a, that's a guy watching, the right? the, Yeah, the,
0: the guy project. watching. So yeah. they, they...
2: Oh, they just
0: got busted. No, that no, on a knee. No, 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 Damn. Cruisers that they that hadn't showed up to help them yet. And he's laughing about it. And then he thinks it's hysterical. If that's... Uh, representative of the neighborhood, you're right. It's insane the level of, of contempt for the cops. Hell, the next town, Linwood, the city manager of Linwood, a, a city official, a city employee, tweeted out the chickens have come home to roost with a picture of uh, of Malcolm X. You know who, who said that about the JFK assassination, and we all know Jeremiah Wright said that. But we do. The chickens have come home to roost when these two officers are in. In you know, the, it, I said this about Markey. Markey's tweeting about disarming the cops. They haven't taken the bullets out of this. Okay, cop. first yet. of all,
2: Ed Markey is not tweeting what disarming police. He was tweeting about removing military-style weapons from civilian police forces, which we should do regardless. I mean that that's not controversial to me.
0: Well, he's lying. First of all, he's lying when he says that the Portland priests are using brute force against innocent protesters. I mean, honestly, well, they
2: were over the summer, especially when the Department of Homeland Security's, uh, you know, they, unmarked they not, lands they, and unmarked were troops actually, were there.
0: They were not. They should have. I mean, that's why it's still going on. They should have. And we'll get to we'll get to the difference in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which they had a little uprising, because, again, the cop in Lancaster, Pennsylvania would not allow an insane individual with a knife in his hand to stab him that's the job of a cop nowadays in america your job is to protect to serve and to allow people to stab you because if you shoot them as they did in lancaster pa then they riot then they burn and loot and, and and attack the police department one of the rioters and i just tweeted this out in lancaster pa she calls herself a medic for antifa her bail's been set at a million dollars, which I absolutely love. The judge in PA, the Lancaster PA, is not messing around. It is not Portland. They're not going to put the revolving door in the police station say, okay, go out and burn and loot again. You see that guy in Oregon, the uh, arsonist, set a fire, you know, burn whatever, thousands of acres, gets arrested, gets bailed out or no bail, walks out and starts setting fires again. There's a reason. You, know, you have a high bail or you keep you detain someone who's dangerous. And in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I just predicted there will not be 100 straight nights of rioting since they're setting the bail on these scumbags at a million bucks. They're not getting out anytime soon. And when they get out, they will not start rioting again. That's how it's done, Portland, you fools. God bless this judge in Lancaster, P.A.
1: All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth Management. Again, here with Dave McDonough. Dave, before we get into the Managing Your Money and Retirement report that we've been giving away, I want to talk about the market just like we did last week. What's been going on?
3: On this very podcast last week, we mentioned that the market is coming off a record August, something we haven't seen in 30 years. Well, we also set another record, Dave. From Wednesday until Tuesday, A record correction. NASDAQ, tech stocks, down 10% in three trading days, first time in history. That's the fear of missing out crowd, the people that are just buying tech stocks for the sake of buying tech stocks. All right. So you go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. You got that guy. Dave, once they get it, what do they do with it? Then they gather their statements. They take an inventory and then they realize that they have three 401ks in different spots. They have different beneficiaries. And again, with a market that sells off in 10 days, David, it's irresponsible not to take control.
1: Absolutely. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Go get managing your money in retirement. Dave McDonough, thank you for joining me. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member. F I N R A S I P C.
0: I want to get back to uh, Compton before we uh, move on to other things, including Joe Biden uh, explaining why why they have to, why you have to vote for him. If you if you don't vote for him, you will burn. You will drown. You, you the the world will end. But we'll get to that. Her name is Claudia Apolon Apolinar Apolinar A P O L I N A R. Claudia. Could you pronounce that for me, Alex? A P O L I N A R. A P O
2: L I N A R. Apolinar.
0: Apolinar. Claudia Apolinar. There you go.
2: You always go for me for your pronunciation. Uh, Claudia yeah. Apolinar.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to say to 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 LeBron James and to every every celebrity out there who's you know all these. F- Friggin' fools like you know Steve Carell and John Cena and Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh,
2: oh, how does how John Cena? I now want, want
0: to do with Cena? I want, what? I want John them Cena. all to say her name. I oh. want her to be celebrated. If you have not seen the video, first of all, she's the officer, the deputy, who was shot through the jaw. She's thirty-one years old. She's a mother of a six-year-old. She was on the job for four. She's been on the job for fourteen months. This is, and and we don't have a lot of real heroes. We have we have phony heroes like LeBron James and other you know actors and actresses and Taylor Swift, who's uh, oh so,
2: so John Cena and Taylor Swift have been added to this uh, cabal.
0: Yes, of pro, well, we, the pro, pro and
2: forces. I John know Cena that. gave
0: a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a violent Marxist political organization. Yeah. He gave them a million dollars, and by the way. Why don't you ask what they did with it, John Cena, you idiot? They had no accountability. They, there's no accountability. Corporations and celebrities give them millions, and they don't know where it goes. They don't know how it's being spent. There is no payroll. There is no disclosure. It's a grift. It is a scam. It's a
2: shame. You were such a big wrestling fan before all this, too. No, so. I used
0: to like him. I'd give him credit. He holds the record, the world record for the most uh, make-a-wish wishes granted. Yes, so I give him credit. He seems like a nice guy. And everybody you know, who knows him from Newbury or West Newbury speaks highly of him. But he's a fool. He's a fool. I know he has too much money. But he just gave, or not just, a few months ago, gave a million dollars to a violent Marxist political organization that does no good for anyone. Black Lives Matter improves no black lives and improves nothing. They're just bent on destruction. But anyway, I want all these celebrities, I want the NFL to, to put this woman's name on their helmets. I want to hear everybody say her name because this video, and I, I, I believe Dave has it uh, ready to go, this video is just amazing to me. She got shot through the jaw. Her partner got shot in the head. We don't have his name yet. He's a 24-year-old guy, again, been on the job for 14 months. She's trying to tend to him. I believe she saved his life. She stops the bleeding or tries to stem the bleeding from his head. He's got a bullet in the forehead. Somehow he's in stable condition. She looks like she's wearing a red bandana because she gets shot in the jaw and she's just got blood all down the front of her. While she's trying to save his life, and we believe she did, she's looking around all scared because she doesn't know if the gunman ran away or is waiting to shoot them again. It's unbelievable what this woman did, we think she saved his life. If that's not heroic, nothing is. And and I think it's time we move on from, you know, other great American heroes like Jacob Blake and his father to Claudia Apollana, Apollana for the gunman to come shoot them again. I mean, imagine the shock that you're just sitting in your car and you get a bullet through the jaw or in the head. It is amazing.
2: Yeah, an assassination attempt is exactly what it was. And I don't think anybody... How could I, no one support? I don't know. So, so because Ayanna Presley, who represents your district, uh, isn't weighing in on a shooting that happened literally across the country, is what? She doesn't. Uh, so, what is, so,
0: you think she should be mostly concerned with things in her hometown, in her district? So, when Kyle Rittenhouse, I believe he was walking down Faneu, in Faneuil Hall when he shot. Two people in self-defense. I
2: don't know did Diana Presley tweet about Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know. I'd have yes. to go back uh, to look. Yes, you know, she did. She she did. Called oh, him, okay,
0: she called him a white supremacist and oh. and a terrorist, uh, which is ridiculous. But she's the. Well, lunatic. but
2: Jerry, I mean, this shouldn't be surprising to you. This, I mean, how? I mean, how about uh, how come Ted Cruz didn't tweet when George Floyd was killed? I mean, you know, maybe. I mean, um,
0: uh, I mean, I think you're looking for consistency, and he well, shouldn't. But,
2: but, but no one's consistent. I'm just saying that obviously, you know, if I'm a liberal politician. If a police is killed, doesn't quite fit with my narrative. So unless I represent that district or I'm directly involved, I may keep quiet. Conversely, if I'm I, on the right, an innocent black person gets killed. I'm keeping quiet, too, until I have to. I mean, and, and they do. It's inconsistency across the board.
0: Well, I, I think if you're Ayanna Presley, you bear some responsibility for this because you are. Uh, because you're one of those people who fan the flames of hatred for cops. She does you're not. So fan so the flame yes, of hatred. yes, yes. She does not like police. And she wants to defund them. She wants to uh, disarm them. And this is the result. Some lunatic hears all this. But we don't know what motivated this guy. We don't. But it, it, when you're when you're so quick to chime in on national issues, particularly issues of you know police brutality, maybe in this case you ask for a little calm. You ask your people, you know, to whatever, to pray, although she probably doesn't do that. You ask your people to have yeah, a good thought. Godless.
2: What do you mean? You think? As, as, what her people in Roxbury and South Boston. No, I mean, her, they,
0: she's a national figure. Let's not say AOC only represents her district in New York. They're national. The squad. They're national figures. They're thought leaders. I mean, it's sad, but they're thought leaders. And by the way, they believe in strong women, right? I would say Claudia Apollinar Apollinar is a strong woman. I would say if you believe, you know, in in women. You would want to honor this wonderful heroic woman, wouldn't you? Don't you wouldn't that be appropriate? Sure. But okay, I good. It's, what it's, about uh, Kamala? it's what about Kamala Harris? She's the senator from California, former attorney general, presidential candidate, who went and visited Jacob Blake, a an alleged rapist, and Jacob Blake's father, an avowed anti Semite, said she was proud of them and said they're an incredible family. Is she gonna visit Claudia Apollonola? Apollinar?
2: Uh, Probably not. No, probably not. Um, Trump will. Trump will. Okay, great. I'm glad Trump will. I mean, every politician should try to defuse the situation we have going on on our streets. We have basically civil war on the verge of breaking out, but nobody fans the flames more than Donald Trump for the unrest and the violence. So, I mean, start there if you're looking for blame.
0: It's tough to blame him for this, except for that stupid tweet about he must be hit hard. Hit hard, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's lots of things you could say about the guy who shot the two cops. The little, uh, you know, the the Oompa Loompa. He he should be brought to justice. I mean, he, he's not going to get the death penalty because they didn't die. He failed. Should spend the rest of his life in a prison and blah, blah, blah. But he should be hit hard, meaning what? Hit him hard with <laughs> like, the right hand, the right hook. With the fist? I mean, that'd fist, be okay right? with me, too. Corporal but- punishment. It was a, it was a strange, another strange Donald Trump tweet. But all right, let's get to um, another one of your heroes, who I just can't stand the sight of right now, to be honest with you, LeBron James, LeBron James, who wore a Colin Kaepernick jersey on the day, I think it was the day this attack happened. Colin, no one celebrates people who kill cops more than Colin Kaepernick. He loves, hates cops, loves guys, people who shoot cops. One of his favorites, Joanne Chesamark, right. uh, also known as Sata Shakur. Oh, she right, did much the same thing this guy in LA did. She shot a cop in cold blood, Werner, his name was Werner Forrester in New Jersey, murdered him in cold blood, escaped to Cuba. Colin Kaepernick loves her, wishes her a happy birthday on Facebook and right. donated money to a charity named in her honor. He as he's he thinks of her as a hero. On the day these cops were shot. LeBron James wore the jersey of Colin Kaepernick. He thinks Colin Kaepernick's a hero. Colin Kaepernick uh, never hesitates. I mean, LeBron James never hesitates to uh, to chime in on political issues. He's—I give him credit for that. He's not afraid to to express his opinion. He's not hiding. Um, there is a one hundred thousand dollar reward for the capture, the information to lead to the capture of this this shooter, and then two—I believe two wealthy. LA people chimed in another seventy five, so it's up to one hundred and seventy five. The sheriff out there, Alexander Alex Villanueva, yes. challenged challenged LeBron James, which I think is pretty cool. Said, "Let's, uh, you know, put your money where your mouth is, LeBron. You want, you know, you want to catch these guys? Uh, why don't you pony up some dough? Aren't you surprised that they haven't got them just on the reward alone? I mean, this is Compton. I mean, you're telling me there aren't like." People who know who he is, who've seen him, who say, I want some of that dough. It seems like it would have been a matter of minutes.
1: There's that. actually uh, audio of the sheriff uh, saying, you guys want to hear it from the, sure. from the police? Alex report. Villanueva, the sheriff in L.A. County.
3: Well, authorized $100,000 reward. We had a private uh, donor step up and offer, offered a $50,000 uh, reward to match that. And I just got word a few days. Uh, minutes ago that another donor is offering $25,000 reward. And I want to make a challenge. This challenge is to LeBron James. I want you to match that and that double that reward, because I know you care about law enforcement. You expressed a very, very uh, interesting statement about your perspective on race relations and on uh, officer involved shootings and the the impact that it has on the African American community. I appreciate that. But likewise, We need to appreciate that respect for life goes across professions, across races, creeds, And I'd like to see LeBron James step up to the plate and double that.
0: There you go. That is a little strange, I have to admit, but uh, calling him out. um, Why just LeBron? Don't all the, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers and the, and the Dodgers and the, and the ramp, they all make a lot of money, right? Or most of them. Why just- well, LeBron is the punching bag.
2: So, I mean, I don't even understand why that – I don't even understand what he's saying. I mean, what, what, when has LeBron advocated for violence against police?
0: When he wears a Colin Kaepernick jersey.
2: When Colin, Ka- who, Colin Kaepernick, who knelt during the national anthem –
0: Yes, who celebrated Ashanti? Okay, Shakur. I don't think he anyone has,
2: even knows who Ashanti Shakur is, or whoever that they is. Should, they should, know. Alex. They
0: okay, sure but, I'm,
2: but but I'm just saying, no. When, when you say Colin Kaepernick, ninety nine percent of people don't think of Ash, what Ashanti Ashanti Sikor. No one thinks of because that person. Like they, they don't
0: want to they, know. They, 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 they
2: think a of word. a peaceful protest that happened four years ago, and thus, and he was blackballed from the NFL, still and blackballed guy, for it. So um, that's what they think of when they think of Colin Kaepernick, that's what LeBron is symbolizing when he wears a Kaepernick shirt. By the way,
0: by the way I love that I, I mean, I hate everything about Colin Kaepernick, and the fact that he's such an ingrate is on that list. I mean, after Sunday, when everyone was kneeling and teams were kneeling during the frigging game and coaches were kneeling... He chimes in and says, "It's all just propaganda."
2: <laughs> well, he's not—he's not—he's not totally incorrect. No, he's not, and, of know, course I, he's not. A but lot of thinking, it is performative
0: activism, no, as we've no discussed. No question. But don't you think that would have been a good time? Wouldn't if you were, uh, you know, advising him, or if you were him, wouldn't you say, "Love to see it"? Everybody who knelt, and everybody who did whatever, raised their fist. You know, nice job, guys. Wouldn't that be a time for him to just take a victory lap? Instead, he's bitching because his friend Eric Reed doesn't hasn't signed with a team yet. Um, you would think that would be a good day for Colin Kaepernick, but uh, on top of being a horrible human being, he's a miserable guy who who can't just enjoy his moment. Um, But uh, why? Because uh, he's
2: not because he's not about cheap performative action. He wants to see actual change happen. He wants to see genuine efforts about, they made. Paint
0: it and race, they painted and racism. Yeah, in exactly. Europe. Right. He thinks it's as silly as we do. <laughs> Did you see the Steelers last night? I'm sorry, this stuff makes me chuckle at times. The Steelers come out with a big sign that says. Steelers against racism. That's all it says.
2: <laughs> they yeah, well, they're against well, racism, aren't you?
0: Well, yeah. And I said, where are the Steelers? Here it is. I said, where, where are the Steelers for racism? Are they out there somewhere? I mean, are they, is there a group out there stealing? I mean, of course, everybody's against racism. Good. Every team. So what's
2: wrong? So good. So let's say it.
0: So what? If, if you're if you're calling Capitan, you think that's just propaganda. If you're Alex Remy, you call it performative. What would you like to see? What else?
2: I mean, that's fine, but I mean, I would like to see, again, I'd like to see Kaepernick get a job. I'd like to see Eric Reed, a great safety, get a job. I would like to see... Uh I'd like to see these owners disavow Trump, who you know they've given million dollars to and have helped put him in the White well, House. So I'd like you, to you see to
0: disavow the president. That's stupid.
2: I would yeah. I would like to see I would like to see them put their money with their mouths is. So great, we support black lives, black lives matter, but now how are we helping our communities? What are we what policies are we supporting? What are we advocating for specifically? Uh that's and what, what you I want to see. They've given
0: millions, they've given millions and millions, which will be you know probably. Used on bail for some of the violent protesters. But what, I mean, let's hear specific. What thing would you like, I don't know, Bob Kraft to do? I'd like
2: Bob Kraft to support Joe Biden. I mean that, that that's what Alex is. It's ridiculous. I mean, so, so, so nobody think, few people have been bigger you. allies to Donald Trump, who is an who is an enemy of peaceful relations, as we know, between police and the citizenry. He wants this violence. It's good an for enemy. him.
0: So, every single person who's been arrested in Portland, in, in Minneapolis, and in Chicago, in whatever, and in, in, in Lancaster, every single one of them is a Biden supporter. Okay, every that's single not true. one of them. Every single one of them is going to if they vote, you know, if they vote, then probably half of them. Too stone to get out of bed on election day. They go out and violent, they start rioting at midnight. Every single one of them is going to vote for Joe Biden. Every single one. So, how ridiculous is that? I hope so. They,
2: then he would maybe win the election. I'm, I'm and not and so then sure. And then what?
0: And then what'll happen? Oh, well, we know there'll be no more flooding or no more wildfires. It, 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 this, I found this amazing. And I realized Joe Biden is just a figurehead. He's just this harmless uh, Trojan horse and all the real powers with Bernie and AOC and and, and others and jill jill biden and kamala harris but even by joe biden's standards of just saying idiotic things daily yesterday talking about wildfires in um, oregon and california saying if you re-elect donald trump which he calls a climate arsonist you're gonna the, the suburbs are gonna flood and and the country's gonna burn
1: if you give a climate arsonist four more years in the white house why would anyone be surprised if we have more America blaze?
0: now, I think I realize he doesn't take questions, and if he if he does, he got two questions yesterday. One of them was what what do you do you think you're getting a lot of Latino, Hispanic support?" And the other one was uh you know, I don't know something like where are you going to be tomorrow?" And he didn't know. He said, "I don't know where am I going to be tomorrow?" That was it. They had two questions. Can you tell me, Alex Remer, you're not a total moron. What could Thank Trump you. have done in the last three years, what could Donald Trump have done that would prevent wildfires and floods?
2: See, I love this. yeah I mean, there's nothing no, he's the most powerful man in the world. there's nothing he can ever do for anything ever, whether it's uh, no, climate change or, or, well, relations blame, or the coronavirus. I mean, there's nothing that this poor see, guy can do. See he's Obama too bad he has no
0: power. Obama and, and Biden were in office for eight years. Biden's been in, in office for 47 years. I'm not saying they could have done something that would have stopped wildfires and floods either. Obviously that's silly. No, I mean, well, I Obama understand. promised Obama when he got elected, promised that the oceans would recede. He would stop the oceans from rising. That's what he said. Well, it's I mean, serious. but, but I, Obviously, but uh, silly, but people believe it. Like people like you, people, not just you, but everybody, every Democrat. I just went through the timelines of all the Democrats in Massachusetts on Twitter and all they're tweeting about is climate change, climate change. Like there's something specific. Yeah, because the whole West coast is on fire. I'm not sure if you've noticed. It has nothing to do with climate change, but Uh, whatever. Tell me what Trump could have done the last three years. I'm just curious. Seriously. To stop the
2: fires and the floods. I I mean, no, but I mean, he could have uh, stayed in the Paris climate agreement, number one, or number two, how about acknowledge that climate change is real instead of yesterday stupidly saying stupidly saying that, uh, you know, it's going to cool down. Well, okay, we have our hottest years on record each year. I mean, how can he, uh, you know, as, as the, uh, as, as the official from California said, I wish the science agreed with you. I mean, so that's what we want to see in that's order to even, in order, for, in order to even, Jerry, because nobody is saying that Donald Trump's policies could have reversed climate change in three years. This has been happening for decades, 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 but how about you have a president who actually acknowledges that it's a problem and then you can go from there. The First to fixing the problem is specific. acknowledging it is one. Jerry, there's not, nobody is saying, Joe Biden is not saying, nobody is saying that donald trump could have stopped this but you at least have to acknowledge it's a problem so we can work as a world to fix it and we the united states has pulled out of this conversation and it's disgraceful and we're gonna go from covid to the climate disaster we're just in one disaster after another and uh and we need to acknowledge it's real
0: i don't know how long that answer was you had a minute or two well it was like you
2: i was i was i was mirroring you
0: you didn't. It's throwing on so and on. If you stay in the climate Paris Agreement, wonderful. You, you know, we spend a hundred million dollars. We stop, you know, third world nations from building. Uh, no, elect- you you right. you agree to lower your greenhouse <laughs> gas emissions. Again, how does that stop wildfires? Because we know but- that
2: greenhouse gas emissions create uh, warm the planet. And if you're part of the, and they, they had these agreements to curb greenhouse gas emissions, which United States, one of the largest economies in the world, or it was until is, COVID.
0: What have our emissions done, emissions done since we pulled out of the Climate Paris Agreement? I don't, don't have the
2: numbers for me, but I bet down. you that I, I, I don't, don't have down. I, I don't and, know. I don't know if that's true. That Where are true. you finding that?
0: That is true, and it does, not that it matters. It, uh, they've gone down. Not that it matters. How because, do you know? Where are you China finding China and that? India don't care. So the the real climate, you know, culprits. Don't care. Yeah, like, I don't know where like you're it.
2: getting those numbers from. I'm just saying that it's obviously the United States can't do it alone. We're all in this together, but we need to be in it with everybody else. And we're not right now. And that's what and, Biden is saying. And that's what everyone else is saying.
0: No, 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 no. I'm, I'm serious. Biden said yesterday, if you reelect Donald Trump, the suburbs will burn and there will be floods. I mean,
2: now, and Donald Trump how, says that black that people override the suburbs if Biden gets elected. I mean, you cannot, you cannot tell me I mean, that Joe Biden is trying to I mean, stir I mean, more fear.
0: Voter. I want to know, Mr. Biden, Mr. Vice President, I want to know what will Trump do that will cause the the suburbs to burn and floods and and, and flood? He has no answer. Nobody's going to ask him. It's just silly. It's just because nonsense. he'll do nothing. He'll He'll do nothing. Ups. Grown-ups should do better. He'll do nothing, which is just,
2: just like what he's done the last three and a half years. I mean, he'll do nothing to stop climate change. He'll again. Uh, he'll,
0: what can he do to stop climate change? It's a simple question. He's, they've
2: reversed every single, pretty much every single Good. reversible Obama climate initiative. Well, well, whether well, it's curbing
0: area. greenhouse gas
2: emissions, whether well, it's even true. saying stuff that you can't, uh, you know, put uh, you know litter into rivers if you're a factory. Uh, have debris into waterways. I mean, a- anything that we ever have passed can to you try to curtail climate change, can you, the Trump administration has reversed to great applause from your side of things.
0: Can you give me one thing Obama, Biden did in eight years to stop climate change?
2: Again, we start with that they entered the Paris pl- cl- Climate hey, that, Agreement.
0: That, that does nothing, Alex. That does nothing. It just cost money. So if you
2: have every country in the world agrees to lower its greenhouse gas
0: emissions... Which we have How does done, that do nothing? Which we have done. All it does is cost money. All it, That's just a show. I mean, it's silly.
2: It's not, uh, though. Again, Jerry, uh, if I, we I, know yeah. that greenhouse gas... Is a cause of climate change. We look to lower our emissions. Our numbers are, are,
0: are gone down every okay, year. I don't, I don't see office. how
2: that's possible, considering that <laughs> all of our regulations have been ripped away the last three years. Everybody
0: knows they live in denial. Everybody knows it's forest management in California. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because you
2: know a lot about forest. Right. You, you've always talked about forest that, management. That's, that's a one thing. All, you've all, talked a lot about – you've always been up on forest management. That's one thing I have uh, you to know, say I understand
0: you. that people who support – most people who support Biden are, are dummies, and they're going to say, oh, you know what? We have to stop the fires. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Then all the fires will stop and all the floods and all the scary weather. Then there will be no more hurricanes if we vote for Biden. It's just silly. That's all I'm asking. Let's – let's. you know what? I want to get to the uh, the best proposal for debate yet, but first – since Alex is here, and Alex is a a sports guy like me. Uh, yes, want to talk yes about. We are. and I yes. haven't talked to you since Sunday, opening day in the NFL, which was fun. I had a good time spending like ten hours watching football. It's the first time I've sat and watched any sport for any length of time. I've yet I haven't watched an inning like everyone else of baseball. And I've watched you know basketball here and there, but I was totally committed on Sunday to uh football and they
2: kneeled and you still watched after that
0: i'm not i'm not a boycotter i'm not there are a lot of them now alex i'm telling you i was surprised the number of people i've talked to and obviously seen online or on twitter who are saying i'm out i'm out it is obnoxious um it it the the networks didn't focus on it as you noticed have you written about this yet um what i have um, not the, open, uh, the kneeling on opening day and, you know, the whole team. Yeah, I'm like, sick like
2: of writing about kneeling. It's been like four years, a little past. Yeah, but you would
0: say, you know, as I tweeted, Kaepernick should be a bow. He won. The entire Washington football team knelt. Frank Reich knelt. In, there you go. Uh, Head coach knelt. The, whatever game that was, the Falcons, uh, Seahawks, where they knelt like on the kickoff. They took a knee <laughs> on the kickoff. It was bizarre. And I assume it'll be different week two. It was a week, big deal week one. Um, but, it's it it is turning. I'm I'm not saying it's huge. What was the number from opening day, a year ago? Down like 16 percent or something like that. It's it's gonna it's gonna cost them some fans, some viewers.
2: Well, Bucks uh, Saints had uh, that was the most watched NFL game in four years, regular season NFL game in four years, right?
0: Well, don't you think it should have been? It was Breeze against Brady in a new uniform.
2: Well, it was, though. So, I mean, so it was. So you say that the NFL is, you know, f- they had one of their best – their best regular season rating day ever, Sunday, in four years. So,
0: No, for one game. But overall, yeah. all well, the well, games well, – Well, that was the
2: primetime game, what right, to, the 4 o'clock game.
0: What do you think – But do you think a month from now we'll be sitting here saying the ratings are up or down? Because – I don't know. Well, I have gonna, no idea. I, I, I'm going to say they're down, but not significantly. It's going to cost them some viewers because I think it's real. I think there are people – who genuinely say, and I feel that way about you know baseball. I'm not watching, and I'm not missing it. You know, I'm. Did you Steve, by the way? And I'll get to Brady and uh, Brady and Bruce Arians. Um, that that honeymoon didn't last long, but did you see the ratings? <laughs> I tweeted about this too. We used to have this debate, and you're not old enough probably to remember, but it was you know 20 years ago. It was a daily thing. Is it a baseball town or football uh-huh. town? And I was always, you know, football town, let's be honest, since since uh, Bledsoe and Parcells came along, New England or Boston was a football town, like every other town in America. And you had these these stalwarts like Dan Shaughnessy and Bob Ryan say, Oh no, baseball, it's always going to be a baseball Red Sox town. It was a, a Mike Barnacle take on a regular basis. It still is. I, I don't think I don't think it's an argument anymore, pal. The numbers for Sunday were, uh, and I know it was uh, opening day in the NFL, Cam Newton's debut, but the New England Patriots had 65 times more viewers than the Boston Red Sox. Now, there are some old-timers out there who just love baseball. Maybe they tune in. But this is just cruel. The, the Red Sox lost in the ratings to the – um To the Patriots, Patriots had a 65 share, Red Sox had a one share. They had 65 times more viewers than the Red Sox. And by the way, the Tampa Bay bucks I mean, I I don't know why, but the Tampa Bay Bucks had 43 times more viewers than the Boston Red Sox. Uh, If it was a baseball town once upon a time, I don't think it is anymore. I'm going to say the Red Sox as a product are as dead as it gets.
2: Well, I think on Thursday night, actually, uh, I, was hear- I heard this on the radio. The Red Sox drew like a 1.5 rating. Chiefs, uh, Texans did much better, obviously. And the NHL and NBA playoff games, the two that were on combined for about a 1.5. So neutral site NBA and NHL playoff games draw the same as a Red Sox game now.
0: It is amazing. Man.
1: I'd still rather kidding. a conversation about a fair – like in a fair fight situation, right, with with fans in the stadium, uh, a good team on the field for the Red Sox. I'm not saying I, – I clearly I, – I love the Red Sox ratings being down as much as they are, but I'd rather hear a conversation be based around all things are equal and they're just getting public. Yeah, but you're not going to get that I, mean,
0: I remember this debate on – there was a uh, preseason Patriots game whenever it was 10 years ago. Preseason Patriots came against Pedro Martinez pitching against the Yankees and the Patriots won. You know, that was the power of Belichick and Brady and, you know, World and Super Bowl championships. The debate's been dead for a long time. I'm just pointing it out because I can't believe how just overwhelming it is. 65 times more people watching the Patriots and the Red Sox. I would say the Patriots are still, you know, with Cam Newton being uh, a pretty good show, pretty good box office, and the Red Sox being just dead, just dead as freaking fried chicken. It is over. At least for now, it is over. Uh, hell, the Red Sox season might as well be over. It's hard to believe they're still playing games with such it little is. interest. Uh, let's talk about shade. Did you know that Shade Concrete has been offering technical engineering seminars for professional development credit at their Amesbury headquarters since January of 2018. Well, now these continuing education opportunities are brought to the industry virtually through the precast podcast. The precast podcast is the best podcast in the precast industry, probably because it's the only one, but it's good. Although nothing could take the place of in-person training, the virtual educational offerings through the precast podcast are a close second. Shake Concrete Products is committed to supporting two educational based podcast episodes per month. At no cost to attendees. Multiple credit hours can be earned. Are you a septic or wastewater professional in Massachusetts or New Hampshire? Contractors, installers, engineers, or job site inspectors who need to earn professional CECs to keep up their certification or their license should check out Shay's precast podcast, Technical Engineering Seminars. The precast podcast is not all technical. Listen and find out more about the company's processes, products, employees, and so on. There's even an episode featuring me. I think that's the the most downloaded one. I'm not going to brag or anything. Shea Concrete Products is not only the lead supplier in the precast concrete industry, they also deliver a robust technical education platform. With over 70 years of experience in operation as a family-owned and operated business, Shea has become New England's premier precaster. Whether it's sun, rain, or snow, Shea Concrete Products is always on the go, and they will drive the extra mile to be your trusted precast concrete products partner in New England and beyond. Check them out at SheaConcrete.com. I wonder. I predicted a long time ago when the uh, when Newton was uh, signed that Newton would win more games than Brady, and my argument was that he's got an easier division, an easier schedule, you know, and he's got a better coach. It's and I don't know. It'll, it'll be close, but and I also predicted Brady – I thought Brady would start great, have a good September, October, November, and, you know, the wear and tear would get to him. That's what happens with older quarterbacks. I didn't expect this him to lay an egg on opening day like he did Sunday against New Orleans. It was surprising. Wouldn't you agree? Watch him throw that pick six, which is three games in a row that he's thrown a pick six. Wasn't that kind of – weren't you sitting there, Alex, going, holy crap, that does not look like, like, like our Tom –
2: Nar Tommy. Are you having fun yet, Tom? That's what I would ask. I mean, I think that, well, I mean, I think Brady, it's amazing, uh, underestimated how much the operation helped him here in New England. I mean, you look at that Tampa Bay game on Sunday, you had sacks, you had turnovers, you had mistakes, the same kind of game they played with Jameis Winston. So, you know, I think that Tom Brady... It's amazing, but you know we spent so much time uh caterwauling about his lack of weapons while forgetting that Bill Belichick was his best weapon, and I think that Brady is in for a bit of a rude awakening, seeing how the other the other half lives in the NFL. And
0: I, I, I would say it's a good. T- this is a rude awakening because first of all, the first pick I would blame on Mike Evans, not because I'm a Brady toady, but because Brady knows generally what guys are supposed to do. It's his greatest strength. And he thinks Evans is going to tear it upfield, and so did uh, Tony Romo, by the way. I mean, uh, uh, not Aikman. Tony Romo, Aikman, Troy Aikman, Aikman. Aikman, and he's probably right. And, but the second pick, the pick six, was clearly a bad move, bad throw, bad decision by Brady. But here's the surprising thing is Bill Belichick and Brady, we never, we thought we, they were never friends, right? Never good friends, never tight, but they had a great working relationship. And we talked a lot about the lack of appreciation for Brady from, you know, Belichick's part. And, you know, his wife talked about it on Tom versus time. And it was a big issue on talk radio. Uh, treated like Johnny fucking Foxborough, right? Yes. Right? And, he, and, and he, when he downplayed Brady's injury and said, it's not like he had a, what it, a heart attack or something. He open heart to, surgery. Open heart surgery. Like he downplayed Brady's injury. And we all wondered, is that going to get under Brady's skin? I'll tell you what he never did was if Brady threw a pick six or Brady had a bad game, he never came out and said, man, I can't believe how much Tom struggled out there, which is essentially what his new coach did. I don't know. Do we have some sound from Bruce Arians? Because I was shocked at this, and I can tell you right now, Tom is not going to be happy with this. Yeah, I mean, he looked like Tom Brady in practice all the time, so it's kind of uh, unusual to see that in the ball game because they didn't do the things that we didn't. Get ready for it. We everything they did. We were, we thought we were ready for first. He blamed Mike Evans. And then later he kind of said, uh, it might've been Brady's fault. Something like no, that. First yes. he
2: blamed Brady. Then he walked oh. back yesterday, blamed Mike Evans, but still blames Brady for the pick six. And then also mentioned uh, that wasn't in the cut that we played, but said that, uh, you know, he hopes to see some more grit. More grit? and determination. Yeah.
0: I'm, look- I'm looking for that sound. I mean, that uh, cut right now, looking for more grit and determination, yeah, from uh, Brady.
2: Yeah, who who's never had grit in his career before. So, yes. Looking for more of
0: that. Uh, uh, let's see. Where where is that sound? Uh, yeah, there's the he looked like Brady in practice, so it was surprising. Unusual to see that in a ball game. Right. But he says he expects to see more grit and determination yeah. from him next week. I want to see more. Give that me more. You're questioning Brady's grit and determination. And yes. I know Brady will say nothing when he ta- – I assume he's already talked. Is he doing like a Monday phone-in with the radio station down there or does he not have to do that anymore? It's not in the contract.
2: He only did but it I'm, for you.
0: But I'm telling you right now, he is not happy with his new head coach. He uh, Nothing bothers Brady more than someone questioning his effort, and that's what Arian – that is what Arians did. I guarantee you, he's not happy right now. And I was just looking at the schedule. They, they got—I mean, they—they they got tough games. It's not. Uh, they got Carolina, I think, this week uh, at home. Correct. Um, where uh, Patriots at Seahawks on Sunday night? That's um, now I sound like who was it? Who used to read the schedule on the air. Butch turns. Butch turns Panthers at Bucks. Ooh, um, I don't know. I would say that that's
2: a tough. The Panthers don't have a good defense at all, though. I say Tampa Bay wins that one. How about that?
0: Yes, I'll say you. I'll be with. I'm with you. So gets his first W. It will be interesting. It is you know a two the the Bucks the, 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 the Tampa Bay Bucks are the second biggest team in in Boston right now. Second biggest team in New England. Here's what I'd like to know, and, and I'll get your take on this: Is how is Cam Newton going to handle? An L and a loss. If Kim and he's going to lose, I mean, not at, at Seattle, he's probably going to lose this week. What's the line on that? Let me get the line on that. And uh, we expect him to lose, right? At Seattle, he's going. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson and you know, he practically won the MVP in Week One. He went 31 for 35. He's an amazing player. You're flying out there. You're on the road. Is no fans, though.
2: We're not really on so the road. I mean, yes, point. you're flying out there, but I mean, you have no fans to contend with.
0: That's a good point. I always forget, like, Brady has had it easy. He went into New Orleans with no fans, right. uh, And still lost. But, but is Cam Newton, if Cam Newton loses and gets blamed for whatever, say it's like the Super Bowl and he forgets to uh, jump on the fumble or something, mm-hmm. um, well, let's yeah. How's he going to handle it? How's he going to handle the scrutiny? How's he going to handle the questions from um, from Dan Shaughnessy or from, uh, you know, talk radio?
2: Over Zoom, he'll just log off the Zoom and say, oh, bad connection. No, I mean, I, right. honestly, I think, I think him, I mean, that's, I mean, I said that partially joking, but partially not. I mean, this is kind of like, uh, it's very weird. The whole new, the whole no fans thing, I think really, I don't notice it with the basketball that much, but I notice it a lot with the football I've watched. But anyway, I think Newton will be fine, Jerry, because I mean this is a guy who's won a Heisman, he's won a rookie of the year, he's won MVP, he's been to a Super Bowl. I mean, you know as well as I do. Cam Newton is a very accomplished quarterback. He's sure been on the is. big stage many times before. I think he'll handle it fine. He'll handle a regular season I, loss. I don't know. I'm, fine.
0: I'm, I'm, I'll be curious because he's never been in this kind of situation and, and I really I realize most because he's been in Carolina. I mean, uh, he's been in you uh, know Auburn and then in Carolina. Yeah, but he
2: but he's been an A-lister ever since he entered the NFL no as question. the number one overall pick. He's been scrutinized and, more than most. Uh, in and his I would spider. say
0: I would say you're right about one. Th- well, well, there's not that much scrutiny. Let's be honest. The the media is generally very supportive of the New England Patriots these days. You know, the most of the media, they're not going to be. Grilling them like it's the uh, you know '86 Red Sox and uh, you know with, with you know John McNamara and Jim Rice, they're not going to be Your favorite. confrontational. So it'd probably be okay. But he's not going to like it if he gets blamed for stuff and the questions are persistent. He, I could see him getting a little ornery. But you know maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. He What's didn't next? look
1: like he uh, held his composure too well at the end of the game just from, you know, a couple of right. times.
0: Right. Uh, they tried to steal his chain? Whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, That's, that doesn't look like a winning quarterback. I mean, a leader, when you're looking to fight guys because they tried to steal your chain, he should have run off the field and just said, you know, I'll take that up another time. That was not. You're right. That was not a good look. That was not a good look. Oh, I mean, has anyone ever try to steal your chain? <laughs> uh, no, they haven't. I mean, well, I, I could deal. see me being an idiot out there trying to fight guys, but that's not what you expect from your quarterback. Quarterbacks are different. You remember Brady used to you know, shake the other quarterback's hand and just sprint off the field. He didn't want to be uh, remember that, yes. out there uh, you know, um, mingling with the masses. He wanted to be off the field. That's what a leader does. Uh, Cam can't be doing that. That's a bad look. I mean, I know his suit was everything. He wore yellow suit. Well,
2: you—I mean, you used to wear that once in a while. <laughs> <I think. laughs> uh, it's just—you know—it's just such a.
0: Not only is
2: he a better quarterback than Tom Brady, he's a better dresser than Tom Brady. Who would
0: have thought? You think, he do you do you do you see? I don't know. He's a better quarterback. I just think he can—he will win more because he's got a, a a better schedule and a better coach. Do you think he will have a better year than Tom Brady? Yes. In like a better rating. Better, oh, I have no more, idea. Better passer is See, I better pass rating.
2: What was QBRB?
0: I think he's obviously bigger, stronger, younger, but I also think he takes more chances. We saw that. He, he runs yeah. the ball more. He takes more hits. I'd be curious who will play more games uh, mm. Cam Newton or Tom Brady? Tom Brady's obviously much uh, more careful out there. He doesn't get hit a lot, but he is old. So I'm going to well, say.
2: He got, 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 s- got sacked a crap ton on Sunday. That offensive line is terrible.
0: He got banged around, and all it takes is one good hit when you're that age and you ain't getting up, you know, bouncing out of bed the next Even morning. Even
2: the good throws that Brady had, I was watching the highlights. He was under pressure, it seems like, all the time in that game. And, again, you go back to Tampa Bay, sacks, penalties, turnovers. That was what their offense was with Winston, and that's what it was Sunday with Brady.
0: Brady on pace to break Winston's record for uh Jackson.
2: Not yet. <laughs>
0: well, but uh, Winston had 30, right? Brady's on pace for 32. Oh,
2: 32, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, and he's on pace for 16 pick sixes. It is amazing. The first quarterback in how many years? I don't know what it is. Like five years. To Matt strong. Schaub is the other one. Matt he's at three, Schaub, yeah. And then Blaine Gabbert, who beat out Colin Kaepernick, first QB since those two to throw pick sixes in three straight games, which is hard to believe. But I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's going to be entertaining to have two teams, two games to watch. He is. Uh, It's odd seeing him in another uniform, but it's just it's and seeing Gronk, who did nothing, by the way, nothing in the game, which is kind of surprising. You would think if he weren't on the same page with Mike Evans and and Godwin, the other whiteouts, that he would have gone back to his security blanket, gone back to to, to Gronk. But he didn't. It was a little odd. But we'll see what happens this week. I want to get your take on this, Reem, before we go. I want to take... uh, the best uh, we're expecting. We expected two or three presidential debates. I've yet to hear a definitive answer. We think, well, there's one next week, right? Is it next week? Can, uh, check the. Can you check the dates on that, Colin? Check wonder, that, Dave. Check that, Dave. The. Um, I'm hoping for three. I, I can't wait. I, I mean, I just think it's gonna. The ratings are gonna be. I, I'm going to predict right now the rigs for the debates will beat the Boston Red Sox in, uh, head, in to head Boston? In, <laughs> two, in two, in, weeks, two weeks. Tuesday, uh, September
1: 29th.
0: 29th. That's two weeks away. It yeah. is just going to be so anticipated. The whole country is going to be watching. Everyone's rooting for one guy or the other. You're rooting for your guy not to just, you know, wet his pants on stage or just, you know, wander off into traffic. Right. You're rooting that your guy – shows up and the underwear is on the inside of the pants. Well, that's the very important. Correct. These that's are important factors. Very important. I'm worried about my guy just going off the rails and just, you know, taunting Biden and and saying, where's Hunter? or you know, he's just gonna you, you hope if you're rooting for Trump that he just keeps it together. It doesn't get too crazy. If you're rooting for Biden, you hope that he doesn't forget where he is.
2: Just keeps it together.
0: Period. Biden has the advantage of the lowest expectation it's the lowest expectations of anyone entering any debate ever. ever. Well,
2: hold on, Trump. Trump though is saying that Biden's doing uh, steroids, performance-enhancing <laughs> drugs.
0: It's, it's good. Hey, by the way, so what? I mean, I, he was—he wants him drug tested. What if he tests positive for Prevagen? Is that the one that helps you if you lose your mind? Prevagen. What, what if he tests positive for uh, you know uh, Lipitor? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think he's on? I think he wants to- the cream he in not- the clear. Drug tests, not just for the candidates, for the for the family members. And you'll see Hunter just head for the exit. You'll never see him again. Yeah. Um, But so the propos- the first debate is Chris Wallace. The, the, every debate has someone rooting for Biden, including the first one. Chris Wallace hates Trump. He'll be rooting for Biden. He'll be interrupting, which I hate. Good. I don't want interruptions. I want debates. I want arguments, real debates. I so know. Somebody, I believe it was Tim Kennedy, he's a, a former Navy SEAL, a podcaster, said, how about this? Four hours to one on one with Joe Rogan as the moderator, nobody else in the room. E- universally, unless you're really invested in Joe Biden, you must like that idea. Now, four hours might be pushing the- a little long.
2: I think a little long. Yeah.
0: I would say two. I would, I would about, do two. I'm with you, Reamer, because two. You I go. say that about every, every podcast that R- Rogan does too long, too long. But two hours, the two of them, Rogan and a, and a TV audience, they said, uh, Rogan's demands were he doesn't want anyone else in the room like nobody. I don't know why you wouldn't want, you know, whatever family members or whatever, small crowd, who cares. But that would be you be
3: the control mechanism to the candidates. Like a Biden Trump debate with Joe Rogan hosting. Mm. Your questions.
2: I would want that. First of
0: all, I'd want no one else in the room. Uh, I would, ju- just, just the, the three people of us. Cameras, so we we can record the truth. Like. Yeah, just the three of us, and you would have to stream it live, so no one can edit it. Nope. And I would want them in there for hours.
3: And ideas, we get to hear yeah. what they actually believe in, yeah. what they're going to do, who they're going to. That would be.
1: They're wild. talking like they they're creating the arc- debate, and that technology doesn't actually exist. Like there should be cameras filming this thing as it's ongoing. That sounds remarkable. And no no yeah. editing, of course.
0: They're going to yeah. be live. All debates are live. Um, wow. It is. I mean, how I know you want Trump to lose as much as anyone I know. And lots of my friends, I, I don't, I don't end friendships. I'm not like you people, you people on the other right. side who end friendships, Correct. people like the friends of that hair salon owner in San Francisco who have, uh, you know, threatened to kill their former hairdresser because she, she uh, exposed the world to Nancy Pelosi's hypocr- hypocrisy. She says she's lost like so many friends Terrible. um well she's, she's made, been
1: me back up by the way did you see her tweet yesterday she basically yeah. did like a like a twitter contest like
0: yes. retweet and follow my post if you like what i did to nancy. i retweeted it because she said yeah. uh, that that evil what did she call her something evil she called nancy Pelosi evil and she is yeah. but anyway
2: no one to quit i mean call your head i was i was for this harris so, uh, this person a couple weeks ago but still carrying on i mean she's
0: out of business they ruined her business uh anyway We'll we'll still be friends, um, but Thank you. how worried are you? Whether it's Joe Rogan or Chris Wallace or whoever the other debates, how worried are you that your guy won't even be able to make it to an hour?
2: I, I would say I'm 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 pretty concerned because if you go back to his performance in the Democratic debates, where again the only person who hit him was Kamala Harris and he had no idea how to respond, and he stumbled and he mumbled and he couldn't get a sentence out. So uh, no, I I am I am concerned about Biden's ability. I mean, Trump is inarticulate as well, but Trump at least has the stamina to last through. And he's quicker on his feet. Um, yeah, I have a lot of concern that Joe Biden will sound very old and very slow.
0: He, he's got commercials, TV commercials. Obviously, they're starting to roll them out. He sounds really old and, and tired in his TV commercials, which are recorded, obviously. Uh. I mean, yeah, he's, I he sounded good
2: though the last several months. I mean, he's he's given some good speeches. He's been crisper.
0: You think that speech on global warming yesterday was good? It was I, I, fine. I don't, it's better than anything Trump says. I, mean, I guess he made it through without. How about yesterday when he said, "Where am I going to be? Where am I going?" I Every I mean, single day there's some gaffe. It will be yeah. just incredible to watch if he again if he makes it through without just literally peeing on, on a puddle on stage. Okay. The media will say he was, he was amazing. He was amazing. Like but they don't, did,
2: but I don't think these debates, I mean, honestly, like they're fine theater, I guess, but they, they have no impact on the oh, actual. Yes, they,
0: this time they do, because people are worried that Biden doesn't have the mental capacity to, to do the job. And no one wants President Kamala, nobody. But I don't, I'll, I'll be curious. Trump, uh, Trump uh, agreed to the Rogan format immediately, which was pretty cool. He said, who wants a four hour debate with Joe Rogan? And he immediately tweets, I do exclamation point. And we've yet to hear from Biden because his handlers haven't decided what they want to say about this or how they want to answer this, but that will be so great. If Biden says I'm in and they agree to,
2: obviously he's uh, not going to, so I'm with
0: you not four hours, but they agree to whatever Two, sitting down with Joe Rogan and slugging it out. Of course, Joe Biden has no idea who Joe Rogan is, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so. This game, these, these debates are going to be going to be awesome. I think, I hope. And, uh, I look forward to them, but uh, it's like three things this fall. We get Patriots games, Bucks games, and debates.
2: Wow, Jerry. How lucky are us? How lucky are we? uh lucky, Who's
0: luckier than us?
2: Who, who has lucky. more fun than us, right? Who has more
0: fun than us? That's right. We should have that as our new model, even though it's wrong grammatically. Who has more fun than us? It should be who has more fun than we. That's who not- said
2: that? Who said that again? <laughs> said,
0: um it? Jack Edwards, I think. It's oh, Jack.
2: right. Yes. Who yes.
0: Has more fun than us? <laughs> right. uh, it's either Jack Edwards or Dale Arnold, one or the other. Jack uh, Edwards. I think. One of those hockey guys. Yeah. But, all right, Reamer, uh, uh, we'll see. Hopefully by the next time we talk, they got the shooter in L.A. We got a whole uh, uh, biography of the guy, and we know what motivated him. I'm going to guess, just going to guess, some of the heated rhetoric from your side is what drove this guy commit this heinous crime, but we will learn more soon. I'm going to predict again for the second day in a row, we will have a man in custody or a woman or whatever that is in custody by the end of today. And I look forward to it, but uh, you got any good stuff on uh, Forbes.com or on out sports? that we Yes.
2: Should- University of Minnesota, Jerry is cutting its men's track and field team. And we have angry wow. LGBT athletes about
0: that. Wow. It's- University of Minnesota is cutting track. Man, you always have your finger on the pulse, bro. <laughs> check that out. <laughs> Reem, check out Alex. Rubin, for
2: well, me. we're fighting for it. It's terrible. All these non-revenue sports are being cut in colleges across the country. Fewer scholarship opportunities. It's terrible. Sports,
0: University of Minnesota football team, a revenue-producing sport, can't play. Right. That's why. Because so many of the uh, college presidents and ADs and governors hate Trump. That's why. It's a disgrace. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I think they should all be playing. High school's colleges pros they should all be playing we know that now nobody in the nfl tested positive last week none they did fourteen thousand tests none nobody in the nhl nobody well they're in
2: a bubble the NHL, it's time so it's- to
0: play right it's time to play uh it's it's a disgrace that kids aren't playing high school college football because they're the, the people making the decisions decisions hate trump it's a disgrace but uh We'll do more of that tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day because it is such an outrage. But all right, thanks Reamer and thanks to Allied Paving and DCU and Shea Concrete and anyone else, Cullenane
1: and DraftKings and DraftKings is with us through the football season. All
0: right, right. they they love us. You know why? The day we signed with DraftKings, the stock went through the roof. That's That's why. Yeah, exactly. The same. it was the Callahan bump, and Michael Jordan rode the wave, jumped on my back and rode the wave. But uh, DraftKings, thank you to them, and uh, thanks to everybody for supporting our sponsors. You can support us by supporting them, and I appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will do it again tomorrow.
1: Why am I stopping? No one else stops.
0: I don't Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.